Blog Talk Radio. that means. It's time to tittle your winks, tickle your Elmo, and let the banana out of your pajamas. <laughs> it's another episode oh. of the original Janksters. <laughs> I'm Kevin Jank. Oh. I'm Peter Jank. <laughs> very creeped out Peter Jank over there. <laughs> yes. Now, I don't know what's going on with this episode because apparently... Um, it, I think I said it for the wrong time, so I think it's been live for like an hour of just no host being on. Jesus. But then I had to move it, so I think that restarted and it's going to replace all that, I hope. Otherwise, there's just like a solid hour of nothing at the beginning of this podcast. Oh my God, that is just ridiculous. <laughs> but enjoyable. But enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I was setting it up, and usually it's it's on East Coast time because the LCS hockey shows, you know, they're in Pittsburgh. So, but when I was setting it up, it was like uh, probably twelve fifteen our time, and the first time it would let me set it for was twelve thirty. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe because of daylight savings time, it got like adjusted or something, and now it's on our time or something like that. So I set it for then, but apparently that or that's or I set it for one thirty. Which apparently was the mistake. <laughs> I should have gone to two thirty like originally planned, but all these naughty, naughty. Yep. <laughs> Can't keep track. <laughs> oh, but anyway, <laughs> so our plan for this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, plan for this week was to do the top ten toys we had growing up. Yeah. Yeah, we like to look back no, on, should uh, be good. on old nostalgic things from time to time. Yeah, from the old 90s. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe flash <laughs> a little bit of the me. early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit yeah. for me. <laughs> I would like to say but, I had no toys in the early 2000s, but that would be a dirty lie. <laughs> a dirty, bold-faced lie. <laughs> That's sad. Super <laughs> sad. <laughs> we'll be but talking I, about that later in the show, I believe. <laughs> but let's uh, kick it off the way we usually do with the top ten theme song. One, two, Hello, women. This is number eight. Now you can all lay them straight. Open the door to your fuzzy elephant. Nine, ten. Never sleep again. All right. And we are back. Well, I got a couple. Of... 
<laughs> got a couple of honorable mentions. Not that I think they'll be on your list, but we'll save that for for later. Um, <laughs> just on the, the off chance. But uh, why don't you kick us off with your number ten? No, I do not. Um, so what I have here is uh, sorry, I have people over at my place, and it's, uh, it's banana. So <laughs> they're they're trying to hopefully go and get breakfast soon, so I can do this podcast in <laughs> peace and quiet. my number 10 is probably the most simplest uh, simplest one I have on this list and that's uh, the good old fashioned silly putty oh nice yeah Yeah. no it's uh, that was a good one it it does everything it does everything it stretches it turns (laughs) into a bouncy ball and then you can take ink from newspapers and put it on your silly putty yeah that was so much fun and I don't know how it never, yeah. like, made it duller. <laughs> like, you think eventually yep. you did it enough times, like, there'd be no ink left, but somehow it did. It's true. Yep. No, I liked it. My dad would always give it. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it came in the little egg. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, good. Sorry. Or All just right, make some bacon out of silly putty. <laughs> oh, oh, you could. You totally can. It's totally edible. Totally can. I'm sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that one. I wouldn't try that, actually. I wouldn't try that. That's... <laughs> You'll die. It's not Play-Doh. <laughs> Play-Doh, they True. say it all over. Non-toxic, so that means you can eat it. <laughs> yeah. Silly putty, they just put on there. Toxic. <laughs> that's what created the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> he fell into a play. bad of silly putty. Silly putty. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your number ten? All right. So my number ten, um, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to go through the things that meant the most to me back then. Not so much things that uh, necessarily are cool now. <laughs> like some of these things, I might look back and be like, "Oh, that wasn't that great," but it meant a lot to me, you know, at the time, at least. So. It has to be on the list. Um, so my number ten is going to be the as well. <laughs> oh, can't wait! Um, my number ten is the flash screen. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I thought about that too. I wanted to put that on here, but I didn't have it. Only you yeah. did. <laughs> it's true, and we used it a lot though at every family party though that we had at my house. I don't even yeah. know why. Like, it's kind of stupid when you think about it, but. <laughs> It kind of, I don't know, we've got hours of entertainment out of it, nonetheless. Uh, basically what it was, it was just like a shrunken down version of something that I know I, I did one time in Wisconsin Dells. I think, I forget where it was. It was some kind of house or something where they had this, where it was like a whole room of these things, essentially on the wall. But basically it's just a screen that you would hang on your door, and then you would like, you know, go up against the screen and like make faces or do weird positions or whatever, and somebody else would use this little flash device to flash this really bright light at it, and it would capture your shadow basically on the screen. And that would last maybe like a minute or two, and then it would fade away again. Um, and yep. the other side of the flash thing had a little like light at the end where you could use it as like a pen almost, where you could use the light to draw in your shadow and write stuff and <laughs> all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You yeah, could you can like give yourself right. draw eyes on you or something like that. Yep. 
or just write cuss words, <laughs> which we did a lot. Because <laughs> they would disappear yeah, soon, and no one would know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of cool. You could try to you know arrange things in front of it so it would make a cool shadow, and then like do the little flash and have it set up, and it would just it's like making shadow puppets essentially, but it would actually stay there for a little bit. You didn't have to just stand there doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Right. I don't know how we got so many hours of entertainment out of that, but we did somehow. Yeah, no, we totally did. I remember that. I remember just going every birthday. It felt like going to your place <laughs> and you're just like, hey, we got to we pull off the flash thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we had like a Power like Rangers, like, toy or something like that that we would just hold up to the screen and like take shadows of your random like action figures <laughs> yep see what would come out yep sometimes they'd look cool that was so fun yeah sometimes they look <laughs> like garbage right. <laughs> that's probably 80% of the time 80 or 90% of the time just garbage yep but it was great <laughs> Yep, you can try to put dicks on people and stuff like that. <laughs> Hold this long <laughs> staff between your legs. <laughs> Get like I had a, yeah, no, I had a sure. cane from when I was Waldo for Halloween one year. So you just like hold that like down. <laughs> so it was hanging between your legs. Yeah. It looked huge. <laughs> Those are good times. <laughs> just the the goodest of times. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so that's my number 10. All right, well, then I guess we'll go on to my number nine. Now, this one I vaguely remember, but I definitely remember, and that was Pogs. Oh, oh hell yeah. For some reason, for some reason, we like to play with these things like crazy in school. I have no idea. I don't <laughs> think anybody actually played them. It was just a collect a collector's fest. Like, everybody yeah, would just go around, same like, oh, here. which one do you got? Oh, well, which one do you got? Oh, I got this one. Oh, man, you got this one. All right. And then we'd go and just trade them out. we just trade with Pogs to get the coolest ones. And I remember, like, my favorite one was, like, the Universal Monsters ones. You would just, like, oh, I wanted to try sweet. to get, like, one of every single monster. So it was, like, the werewolf or, like, Frankenstein. Oh, man, those are so cool. Uh, Pogs are dumb. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a time, terrible game. But they are kind of cool. I mean, they're kind of in a collectible way. Like, they're as cool as, like, Pokemon cards or other trading cards, I guess. Yeah. Well, I I feel like that's where it all started with me was Pogs. Mm-hmm. I had to collect them all. And then it evolved into <laughs> a board game obsession now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But <laughs> to get all the board games. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I, I did enjoy Pogs at the time. Uh, looking back on them, I'd never understood the game. Oh, I understood the game. It was just stupid. You had the slammers, and you had to have a cool-looking <laughs> yeah. slammer. You had to. Oh, yeah. And then you would just – all the, the goal was just to flip a Pog over to the other side. I was like, wow, this game sucks. But yeah. it was fun collecting them. That's it. It's the kind of game where it's like, I don't know if anybody was ever actually good at it. <laughs> it seemed more just kind of random. Like, oh, maybe it'll flip, maybe it won't. You're probably, you know, <laughs> I don't think anyone probably had any not. great techniques for flipping them. Or YouTube. Uh, 
Pog Championship. <laughs> Let's see if there's ever been one. Yep, there's only totally has. I wonder one. if it's like there's a World Pog Championship. <laughs> do you get to go again? Is it like pool? If you do get one over, um, I don't know. Then I feel like whoever Who goes cares? first, if you're that good, if you're like a Pog master, like you can just run the table. <laughs> That's true. If you have like a foolproof technique for flipping them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I just don't remember any of that. I just remember collecting them. That's all. Yeah. And that they were cool. That was the best part. Carrying them around in your little tube. Yeah, and my little uh, camera film tube. <laughs> oh, nice. That's like thinking. Yeah. Pogs. I was oh, going to have this one as a tie in one of mine, but I'll just I'll talk about it now instead of even putting it as a tie. Uh, I had this cool thing called the Pog Maker, which was so sweet. Because, like, I had, like, no good Pogs from the actual store or anything. I think I got some shitty ones from, like, Party City and stuff like that. Oh, you, they were at least awful. This is the one where you <laughs> cut it out, right? You'd cut out, like, things off the yeah. magazine. Yeah. Yeah, I had this too, man. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Yeah, it was so cool. Like, they have, it came with, like, blank pogs that had stickers, like, essentially a sticker side on one side where it was all sticky. And then you would put in, you know, whatever you had, and it would, you basically press down a circle, and it would kind of stick the pog to the paper, and then this blade would kind of go around the edges and cut off all the sides yeah. so that it would be a perfect circle on, on the pog. And uh, I, <laughs> I had so many cool pogs I made, basically, just from, like, comic books, like, old comic books I had, and... Um, like comic book advertisements and shit like that. <laughs> yep. Which is kind of dumb now that I look back on it because I ended up having to rebuy all those comic books later on when I actually started collecting comics. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You already, like, have, cut circles it like Swiss cheese. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a smart move. That's true, though. That, that was I was young. Cool. And... I just wish the game was cool. Oh, I know. We need to come up with a new game. That should be your next board game project. Find a way to make Pogs cool. Oh, Jesus. I could do it. <laughs> I like it. Just give me time. Give me time. <laughs> Lord, give me time. Uh, all right. Well, what's your number nine? Okay, my number nine... Uh, this is going to be like the latest entry, I would say, on uh, on the list, but it had to be on there, just because for a good, you know, couple of year stretch, it was it was a big, very big portion of my life. I'm sure you'll remember this phase, the uh, the Simpsons action figure phase. Oh yes. <laughs> yep, I totally yeah. remember this. <laughs> so this was probably the early 2000s ish. I was definitely, like, in high school and stuff, I would say. Um, and basically, they started coming out with these cool uh, Simpsons action figures. And they also had playsets where you could put them on the playset, and you put them on a little chip on their foot, and they would talk, and they would say different things in whichever, you know, playset you put them on. They'd say different things. If they were in Quickie Mart or if they were in the Simpsons house or something like that, they would all say different things that kind of related to that <laughs> area, although they didn't necessarily always seem to work out that way. Um, some of them were just random, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what does that have to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> 
but they were really cool. And like, thing. I was collecting them. Yeah, I was collecting them for the longest time. But the shitty thing was, was I had started just a little bit too late. By the time I realized these things were out, and then I like I wanted them so bad, like I had already missed the first series, which was like all the most basic ones. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I know. So like I I had a bunch of different like Bart's and Homers and stuff, but I didn't have regular Bart or regular Homer. Or like the Simpsons living room that came with Marge. I didn't have that place at. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> These are the ones I want. Damn. And like Mr. Burns and Smithers, I think, were in that group. It's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And then you never ended up getting them? No, I never did. I probably could nowadays. I'm sure you can find them on yeah. eBay for not that much. Yeah. One day I probably will. <laughs> it's just kind of like now it's at the point where I don't really care anymore. Like they're just sitting in my parents' basement. <laughs> so it's like, oh, <laughs> back when I could have used this and I could have you yep. know, actually got these things. I didn't have the money or the internet really didn't exist. But now that now that I have the ability to get them, it's like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's a catch-22 of growing up apparently. Yep. Good times and the best times. <laughs> Yeah, but it did have some cool ones. There were some definitely like, some cool play sets, including like this uh, this one that was kind of like a extra big one where it, it was kind of like a st- whole street corner. It was like some of the stores on one side, and then it would kind of turn the corner and it went to the same other stores on the other side. And uh, it was pretty cool. Like it had like most tavern the outside of it and that kind of stuff. And it came with like the pimply face teen, <laughs> I remember, and uh, the old man who was like, "I want some taquitos." Oh yeah. <laughs> he was one of my favorites. I remember so. you had him all over your shelf. Glad shell, I had that and one. You would just like flaunt them out. <laughs> yep. It was a big display all over the room. <laughs> oh man, those are the days. Yeah. I miss that room. That room was the best. That was a pretty cool room. Pretty I cool like one it. indeed. All right, so well, that was my number nine. That's a good call. That's a good call. My number eight is Domino Rally. Oh, oh nice. I loved, I loved this when I was a kid. I liked doing dominoes, and I remember one Christmas getting, like, a whole Domino Rally set. And uh, the way that our greenhouse was set up, you had the stairs coming down near the uh, the front door. So I remember setting up the dominoes. Mm-hmm like, off the stairs, so one would fall off the stairs and cause a chain reaction to keep going downstairs and then went into the living room. It was, like, this huge, like, display of, like, dominoes all over the place. And it was just fun because the Domino Rally always had introduced these crazy obstacles along with it. Like, they had ones where you didn't mm-hmm. even have to, like, set them up by hand. It was just a stick of dominoes that um, made it easier to set up. So you knock one over, they'd all fall down, but then you could just literally pick up the stick and then lay all ten of them back uh, upright uh, with easy setup on it, uh, uh, essentially. But yeah, I would do all these crazy things around the living room, and then I, I, re- I just remember vaguely, or well, probably more than everything else, I was just using the stairs from the second floor to the uh, first floor, just having dominoes fall off the stairs to hit the dominoes below on the next stair. It was such a bitch because the uh, the stairs <laughs> were carpeted though, so like you mm-hmm. had to use. The, uh, the, those straights that I was talking about so you can knock them down but then you'd have one loose end 
or one loose on the other yeah. end. So it knocked knock the dominoes down, hit the loose one, and it would fall to the next stair. So you just kept doing that until you got it down to the, uh, the the tile and then just have it wrap around. But, yeah, down around it was badass. I liked it a lot. It was cool coming up with different, like, ways to have them do this obstacle course that you created. It was fun times. I'm sure. amazed you got to work down the stairs because, like, if it falls wrong, like, it's going to completely just miss or land right on top of it and not, <laughs> not actually hit it oh, forward. No. I never I never went all the way to the top of the stairs. It was only, like, like four like four stairs up. It was just cool just watching them go downstairs. But, yeah, you'd never yeah. get to go all the way up the stairs. It's, I didn't even have that many dominoes. <laughs> Nobody Yeah, did. I remember they had some really Nobody. cool domino rally sets. I never had any of them, but they looked really awesome on the commercial. Yep. Dude, have, like, balls shooting back and forth or something, or, like, it would knock a car and it would race or something like that. <laughs> like, yep. Some really cool things. I'm watching the Pog Maker on YouTube, and it's exactly how I remember it. Yes, I think I still have mine somewhere. I used up all the Pogs, but I still have the the Maker somewhere. So we can just buy Pogs and fucking glue stick them, <laughs> and it'll work just as good. That's incredible. <coughs> oh, dude, I just got somebody did uh, did one with Pokemon, which actually thematically makes sense. So like the backside was Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. And then when you flip them over, it was as if you caught them. So you flip them over and you see which ones you actually caught. So that one's actually a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I am not against that idea. Yep. Yeah. If we could just put some basic stats on there, (laughs) totally make a game out of it. You totally can, man. Oh man, good times. Like but anyway, right. rebirth pogs. <laughs> Domino <laughs> rally, yeah, that's my number eight. <laughs> good call, good call. All right, so my number eight is going to be a little thing. It's kind of I don't know. It's more almost arts and crafts than it is toy almost. But it was a Doctor Dreadful food lab. Oh, good call. <laughs> Yeah, this thing was uh, it was basically supposed to be like a mad scientist's like, you know, chemistry set or whatever. And he was making up all kind of potions and crazy shit. But it was really just you're making like food essentially, but it was kind of mostly like candy related. Uh, like there was like a skull and you like mix up some stuff and it's supposed to be like candy brains coming out of it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Trying to remember what the other ones were. Something that's supposed to be like blood maybe. I don't know, but. Basically, it was just a bunch of, like, little packets of sugar and other stuff you can kind of mix together, and it would kind of – I think one of them was, like, pop, like a very pop roxy type thing. Um, yep. You just mix them together and make shit. And uh, for some reason, there was a time in our youth where me and Brian and Ryan were all just obsessed with mixing stuff together. <laughs> like, this became a big thing. Like, every time that they came in, we would always be mixing shit together. Uh, like, we made, we kept making this thing called diarrhea, <laughs> which is basically just we would take a bucket and fill it with water and throw in some dog poo and some mud and some sand and mix it all up. <laughs> and there it was, diarrhea. <laughs> that was the literal why? of diarrhea. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
I remember one time we were in grandma's basement. We were mixing stuff together behind the bar, like dusting spray and like all this kind of shit back there. And they're like, uh, and then grandma, like I think grandpa got mad at us, <laughs> which I guess I can kind of see. If you're mixing like cleaning chemicals, I guess that could go very badly. Yes. <laughs> I remember uh, I made uh, I made some Dr. Dreadful stuff in my room one time and. The shit was like I think it was expired, so I don't remember what it was, but like oh. I had this like habit of like I would make a mess, like a nasty mess, but I wouldn't clean it up, and then it would just be stuck there. Like I don't know if you remember my room, but there was one time where I threw yogurt on the ceiling. <laughs> Instead of cleaning it up, it actually like adhered to the ceiling, and it became uh-huh. part of the decor. I don't know why, but uh, the same thing happened with Doctor <laughs> Dreadful, but it was on like my weird bed where I had the shelves. So, like, mm-hmm. Dr. Dreadful got stuck there, like, disgustingly stuck there. And, like, he didn't want to put any toys or anything in there because it would, like, absor- like it would absorb the toy. It was pretty <laughs> pretty disgusting. That, that kind of happened to me, too. Like, I think one time we just, like I said, when Brian and Ryan were, we just mixed everything together. Like, all the different things, all the different things you could make. You just mixed all the ingredients together in one big bucket. And, uh, yep. like, it was too chunky to, like, really dump down the drain. So I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I kind of just, like, stuck it in my room somewhere and left it for, like, months at a time. And eventually it was just yep. this, like, overgrowing thing of mold that had just kind of, like, taken on a life of its own. It's disgustingly amazing. <laughs> disgustingly amazing. It really is. But it was good times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's was pretty good. It's mostly your sugar, so I guess you can't really go too wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. All right. All right. Well, yeah, no, Dr. Dreadful, good choice. Good choice. You might see that on my list soon. Um, All right. So, my number seven is that one I was kind of talking about where I I should be ashamed, and that's (laughs) Furby. I had Furby, (laughs) and I was obsessed with it. I loved it so I remember much. this. Oh man, I went <laughs> yeah. through a weird Furby thing. Sure did. Like, uh, <laughs> I remember like wanting one for the longest time because, like, we had dogs when I was growing up, but it came to a point that after a dog attack, my dad didn't want to get any more yeah. dogs. So I was like, I'm gonna have to, I have to stick with a Furby then. So I wanted a Furby <laughs> so I can have a pet. And I heard that you can, like, it started learning the longer it was like around. And eventually yeah. it got to the point to where uh, um, it got to the point to where I was like, oh, I need this. I need this Furby in my life. So I told my dad, please <laughs> give me one. I, and I think for my birthday or something, he got it for me. And I was like, oh, sweet. And, I, you know, I, you know, just like any other pet, the first thing you want to do is name it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to name it this. I don't even remember what I named it. I think it was like All Star or something. But then when you turn the Furby on <laughs> and right. you ask what Furby's name was, Furby, uh, my Furby's name was Coco, and it was not All Star. <laughs> so I had Aww. to like, yeah. So I, it was stupid. I I hated it. It was dumb. But I man, I had a weird thing, a weird thing when I was growing up. I was like, I needed this Furby. I needed it so bad. And then I got it. Yeah. And I tried. It kind of explains your your obsession with caution, Seaman. You just like things that you could try to teach, even though they never listened. <laughs> And that's why I don't have children. 
because they're <laughs> never going to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, just like Furby and Seaman. <laughs> Disobedient <laughs> whelps. <laughs> oh, man, good times. The best. <laughs> yeah, I never understood why Furby became such a like sensation for a year or whatever there was there. But they were fucking massive. Yep. That was the thing like them. everybody wanted. I think I think that was like a first toy I remember being one of those toys where it was like sold out and people couldn't even get it for Christmas. Nope, that wasn't the first one for me. That was Tickle Me Elmo. I didn't want Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> I just remember that being the craze. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember those being around the same time, though. I can't remember which one came first. Maybe it was Tickle Me Elmo. Oh. Power of Internet will let me know. What came first? <laughs> Elmo. Burby or Elmo. Burby. In their own hands. Somebody seriously asked that same exact question. Nice. <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo came out in 96. When did Furby? Oh, Furby was probably a little bit later, like 98. 98. Yeah, you're right. That's so weird. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Stop being right all the time. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know how I remember these things. Oh, man. Good times. <laughs> I wonder where your Furby yep. ended up. Who knows? Most of my stuff just goes to the trash. <laughs> my dad would just say, if you don't clean this up, I'm going to throw it in the trash. That's what happens all the time. <laughs> you were just so averse to cleaning that, nope, <laughs> it was not happening. Yep. Not a problem. <laughs> all right, oh, what's shit. your number uh, seven? All right, so my number seven is going to be my one tie on the list. Uh, two toys that I felt had to make the list, and I just couldn't cut one of them. So um, <laughs> the first one is the Stretch Armstrong, um, which I love Stretch oh, yeah. Armstrong. I think it was the coolest. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Dude, he was probably like a foot tall or so. Um, and you can basically you can stretch him out, like stretch out his torso and his arms and his legs. Like, have your friends get on one side, you get on the other, and, like, just pull and fucking stretch them out all over the room. Which was super cool for a while. But basically what made him so stretchy was there was this, like, like gel inside, like, this glue-like gel <laughs> inside of him. That would uh, kind of, you know, move along as, he, as you pull on his elastic the arms and stuff like that. But eventually he got a rip in, like, his armpit area. <laughs> Yeah. Always and in the arm. And the glue just kind of came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one part they forgot to sew up properly. <laughs> and yep. uh, I remember it got all over the floor and, like, like got all over the rug and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, fuck, my dad's going to be pissed as hell. So I think I had to move, like, I put the guest bed over that area. <laughs> good, good. 
<laughs> so that no one would notice. <laughs> and it stayed there for years. <laughs> and I think he probably, I don't even know if he noticed when, by the time, uh, by the time he moved. I'm sure he must have once everything got moved out of there, but by that point, <laughs> it was too late. People had already bought the place. It didn't matter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yell no me back now. Out now. <laughs> so yeah, Stretch Armstrong is fun. And then my other one, this is a toy I'm sure that you're aware of because not only did I have this toy, but Grandma at her house also had one of these. But it's the the uh, the toilet ghost from Ghostbusters. I don't know how this is going to be on your list as like a tie. For They're not even related. This should have just been an honorable I know. mention. <laughs> but it was so cool. It's the best ghost of them all. It's a toilet. It has a freaky tongue and eyeballs coming out of it. Yeah. There's nothing more horrifying than that. I remember the toy. I don't remember ever saying, boy, this is a hell of a toy. It is a cool toy, though. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh. That I don't think they ever make something like that nowadays, like a toilet toy. <laughs> like most action figure lines don't carry a toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was fun to put people on there and then have move. You push it forward and the mouth would come out, so you'd have them like sit in the toilet yeah. and just push it a little bit. And, ah, good. Time. Yeah, I definitely do remember that. So, yeah, good I call. got no connection between those two, but <laughs> it's on the list. Zero, zero connection. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that all being said. We'll go to my number six, which we've already talked about, Dr. Dreadful. Um, oh, yeah. They do still make it. I do know that because uh, I got I got it for Christmas like two, three years ago. Um, nice. Because I wanted to relive my childhood, but it's not the same. It's not the same when you don't have a <laughs> shelf to pour all the stuff onto. But <laughs> I've already used my story. I just remember the shelf-absorbing toys that I had. It was like a little monster <laughs> under my bed. <laughs> little monster named Howie Man. Yeah, maybe my dad didn't actually throw any of my toys away. It's probably just Dr. Treadful. <laughs> yep, it was that shelf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Your dad would get so far everything that, that I loved. Pick up the toys and put them on the shelf to try to clean the place up, and then... Oh. Yep. All right. Well, what's your number six? All right. My number six uh, is going to be, I think everyone's had Legos in their life, but more specifically, the things I remember most about the Legos I had that were cool were the Lego Technics. Um, These things were, I don't know why I like these so much. (laughs) They were like, they were... They're Legos, but most of the pieces were like longer than they than they were fat, and they had a bunch of holes in the sides, so that you could like run axles through them or like put little things. You could basically run wheels through them and that kind of thing, oh, and uh, or like okay. a steering wheel through the axles so that you could turn. 
and it actually had like a battery pack that you could hook up to it too. And then you could like turn it on. So it would actually move and it would, you could actually make like vehicles and they could actually like, you know, move around and shit like that. Or you could hmm. like create like a, you know, like a fan blade, like a helicopter type blade and have that move. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. You could do all these kind of cool little, uh, cool things other than just making like little buildings and stuff like that. You could also make <laughs> vehicles and actually move them around and stuff like that. So I, I always had a lot of fun doing that, and uh, I played with that a lot. I got a couple of different yeah, ones. Yeah, I remember that. that. Ended up all get mixed together. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, Lego cool. Technic cool, cool. pretty cool. Crazy. All right. Well, my number five was Mighty Max, the little pocket poly pocket for boys. Um, yes, I remember getting these, and I used to be so happy. Even though they're they're not really a toy that you can really play with, you just open it up and you're like, no, oh they're boy, really I got not, little. But... You can't do anything with them. You just like you open them and you're like, oh look, it's a new location. I'm gonna have this little Mighty yeah. Max. Like that was so stupid. It didn't even make sense. The more that I talked about it, I was like, I'm I'm just like, how did I even want these? But yeah, no. You I know, they, they look and you, cool, you and you can look at all the little nooks and crannies. <laughs> yep. That's all, you, that's all you can do. It's not like you could have played with the toy at all. It's not like, oh, yeah, I remember playing Mighty Max in my, you know, my Ninja Turtle collection. And I was like, oh, boy, look at Mighty Max. You're the size of uh, Donatello's foot. You know, it didn't uh, <laughs> didn't really pan but, out you know what? that you can really they, play with. They did eventually make Ninja Turtle ones that were basically that same thing. Oh, I did not know that. Like, they were that same size. Yeah. Huh. I had a couple of those, actually. And they would be, like, Ninja Turtle heads or fucking shit like that, or, like, the communicator, and you'd open it up, and it'd be, like, the sewer and that kind of stuff. Hmm. So, I did I did well, probably have Mighty Max hang out with them a couple of times. <laughs> I think the best thing that spanned from this was the uh, the TV show. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it was. One of the best endings ever. I know. I can't. I can't even deny that that was an amazing ending. It really was. <laughs> it's, oh man, just thinking about it, it's like I can't believe they ended a kids show like that. It's so I know. weird. <laughs> but it was perfect. It was great. It really was. And then everybody dies, but that was also great. <laughs> That's what we'd all been longing for since episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. All right. What's yours? I'm actually excited to hear more about yours because you're saying something that I even forgot about. So let's do Ooh. this. <laughs> okay. I don't know Please if you're going to be it. how excited you're going to be about this one, but my number five, uh, the late 80s and early 90s were a big time for uh, – like color changing technology. <laughs> Apparently it was all the rage. Uh, they had like those color changing pens where you could put your hand on it and it would kind of change where you put your hand, like the body heat would kind of change the color or yeah. shirts like that too. Where like you put your, yep. you could like touch somebody's shirt and then it would leave a handprint, which I don't know why I really want that, but <laughs> kind of looks stupid. And like if you're getting felt up like or something, then you're really going to, be in trouble when your parents come home and see you got handprints all over your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but 
so I had a couple of these cool like color change toys because they had done a couple of things like that. Um, like I had some Hot Wheels that uh, you would like put them in hot water and they would change one color, or you put them in cold water and they change another color. And I don't know. I got yeah. so much, so many hours of entertainment out of that for some reason. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> now it's one color. Now it's the other color. <laughs> but <laughs> best of all. I had this uh, this Mr. Freeze action figure where he was like, he was normal skinned, um, but then you put him in the freezer for a little while and he would come out all blue. <laughs> huh. <Weird>. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. I don't know. I mean, it seems kind of pointless, but I, I loved those yep. things and I played with them a bunch. <laughs> you know, mostly Most 90s them toys in, are pointless. In things. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like no, flat bracelets. <laughs> most times I'd say that's a good call, but this is not a good call. This one's a weird one. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry. I like them. Hence <laughs> <laughs> number five. Alrighty. Well, let's go into my number four, which I. Such a great game. And you and I played the shit out of this, too. It was Creepy Crawlers. Oh, yes. Creepy Crawlers (laughs) was amazing. Um, I don't know if it's on your list, but I'll tell you right now. It's definitely on mine. And, oh, man. It didn't make my list, but it it was great. (laughs) Oh, man. So, essentially, if you don't know what Creepy Crawlers is, all it is is a crazy uh, boy version of Easy Bake Oven, but instead of making delicious (laughs) snacks... You made bug toys and all sorts of bug toys and all crazy different kinds of colors, combinations and stuff yeah. like that. And then Kevin and I started getting very experimental by putting things like pretzels in the goo and all sorts of random <laughs> other stuff. Yep. Um, we made some unholy creations that way. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. But that all being said, <laughs> such an amazing toy. I loved it. Loved it so much. It's so true. Yeah, there's like scorpions and stuff you can make. Like, so much fun. Yeah, I remember the ants and grasshoppers and all sorts of crazy stuff. Man, I loved that thing. That thing was cool. Yeah, it really was. Until you run out of all the goop and then you're like, oh, (laughs) now what do I do with myself? Yep. (laughs) Maybe I'll just fill it with ketchup and hope it hardens. Yeah. I loved Creepy (laughs) Crawlers, though. It It was crazy fun. Crazy good. It was. Fun. That was that was a great toy. Yep. I had one too, like I think years earlier, and then we started playing it that one time and man, it got us got us through some tough times. Yep, yep, yep. I lo- yeah, I know. That is true. It totally did, man. That's all we did after that that weird period of time. Yeah. <laughs> it gave us something else to do. We just creeped some crawlers. <laughs> All right. That's what you got to do. Well, yep. That's <laughs> my number four, creepy crawlers. All right. Uh, so my number four, uh, obviously I was a big fan of the Power Rangers when I was a kid. Um, and I always wanted the Zords, but I unfortunately never got the original Zords. But what I did end up getting eventually was the Thunder Megazord. And the White Tigers Award. Oh, good call. 
So those are pretty cool. Because then you could make, you could combine all five to make the Thunder Megazord, and that'd be something. And then you could also like combine that with the Tiger Zord and make whatever the hell they called it, <laughs> the Thunder Mega Tiger Zord. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Nobody cares. I don't know, it's just cool, like combining shit. <laughs> just taking all yeah, these robots sure. and I've mixing heard... them together. And... I don't know how I forgot about that. Like, I love my Megazord thing. Oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, it really was. It's kind of, It kind of makes sense why all the Transformers and stuff, like, like took off so much. Because it's so cool just being able to, like, transform things in from one form to another. Yeah. They had some Not Ninja sure. Turtles like that that were kind of like that, but <laughs> they didn't really seem to work out as well. Because it'd be like... Okay, you're turning him from regular size Ninja Turtle action figure to a little turtle that's you know the same size as a Ninja Turtle action figure. <laughs> it's like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, zero. This sense. turtle would be giant. <laughs> <laughs> but some of those were cool. Like I remember, uh, like Splinter was cool because you could turn him from his human form to his rat form. Oh, that's fun. oh yeah. That's true. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. All Maybe someday I'll actually go back and get, like, the original Megazord. <laughs> it's another one of those things where it's like, no, I should go back and just get it. It's but... ridiculous. It's so expensive to get them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, all righty. Well, my number three. Number three. Ooh. Uh. I will just say that this is like a bunch of tie. So this one's just board games from the 90s. Um, oh, nice. For some reason, the 90s sprang up like the craziest like toy factor of board games. Um, and some of my, like my mentions like Don't Wake Daddy. So you had to press on the timer, and <laughs> at a certain point, Daddy would shoot up, and he would lose his nightcap, and then whoever did that, uh, I don't remember, I think he just lost. Um, so you had to sit there and wait for <laughs> you got a whoop and play. <laughs> the game came yeah. with a bell. <laughs> Catch your, your head um, And then uh, Shark Attack was another great one where it was just like this crazy uh, giant shark on the board, and you have all your fish, and you're trying to move around and do some kind of obstacle, but you're trying to stay away from the shark that's spinning around. So, uh, oh, yeah. I think you had like multiple colored fish maybe or something like that, and you're trying to get as many as you can to one end of the board. But the shark would just literally spin around, and if you got to your fish, uh, that fish would be eaten. Um, that was shark attack. That was yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Splat. Splat was amazing. You, you would make little Play-Doh bugs, and other people, if you landed on their space, can splat your bug. And then, uh, of <laughs> course, um, the splatter was almost like a giant stamp. So you'd take a bug that was made out of Play-Doh, and you'd smash it, and it left an imprint with the word splat on it, which I thought that was pretty cool. Um, splat yeah, it's kind of like the Grape then, Escape. Yeah, Grape Escape is very, very, very much like uh, Splat. Um, and then Except my, that one had a better sing song. I don't even remember. <laughs> that's um, the way you go when you play the Grape Escape. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Take them, oh, so take them to the factory. Smash them, bash them, on to victory. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that was so good. Anyway, so my favorite one of the ones from the 90s is probably Tornado Rex. And this game was amazing. Hmm. This is one that always comes to mind. And I was so happy that uh, 
uh, Board James did this one because I was like, oh, my God, somebody else knows what this game is. <laughs> It was so amazing. So all you did was you take this little, like, plastic cone, and inside was, like, this Tasmanian devil-looking thing, and you just twist it in the top of this cave, and then on the top of the cave had a button, all right? So you twist the cone into the cave, Ooh. and you press the button as soon as one of your uh, your characters. So oh, let me back up a little bit. So that's the setup of the game. Now what you're doing is you have two huge, giant, like, textural boards, uh, giant plastic boards. Uh, do you ever see the, uh, the board James episode of this? I don't think I did. Um, it oh, sounds so good. familiar, though. I'm going to have to look up a so picture. So anyways, you have these two huge, like, boards, all right, and you put them together, and you have characters that move up the mountain, essentially, and you're moving your character up, but if you stop on a tornado wreck space, you'd have to press the button, and the button would release the plastic cone from the mountain or the cave or whatever, and it would spin down the track of this mountain. And if it hit your character, you'd have to start all over. But sometimes it would actually oh, miss your character. Oh, I remember this. And bypass you and then keep going down the mountain to hit other characters. So essentially you wanted to get, like, oh. in safe spaces moving up the mountain, but at the same time trying to keep moving and not running into those uh, tornado wreck spaces that would cause them to been out of control down the mountain. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. I remember playing this, like, so much when I was a kid. It was great. Um, How big is the wreck? Because yeah. these pathways look pretty narrow. Um, they are I'm surprised very you would the make it down is... without hitting everybody. Um, that, that was the thing, yeah. It was, uh, I guess, dude, the board was huge. It didn't even make sense. I, I don't even remember the box. I just remember how big the board was. <laughs> and there was just two huge plastic, like, it wasn't even a board. It was like a playset almost. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, but he was like. maybe a little bit smaller than your fist. He was pretty – he wasn't too big. He was pretty small. Okay. Um, yeah, probably half the size of your fist maybe. But, yeah, you just spin him up in the cave and you release the button and he'd spin down the mountain. Like I said, sometimes he'd miss you. Most of the time he'd hit you. But sometimes he'd actually fall off the mountain. And if he fell off the mountain and didn't even make it all the way down – you didn't have to put him back in there and spin it again because he would spin out of control. It was crazy. But, uh, oh, that's yeah, awesome. no, I for sure. I about this game completely. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, good, but, good call. Yep. Good old Tornado Rex. Man, I'm going to play that. And now cool. I'm obsessed I'm with definitely going to watch that board game. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you totally need to, man. All right, what's Get your number three? Today. Uh, so my number three, um, when I was, like, really little, I was a big fan of the, uh, the, uh, the Thundercats. And I had this cool little Thundercats sword. Um, it was basically, I think it was the small version. It wasn't even, like, the big version. Because, like, in the show, he had, like, a little tiny version. And we'd be like, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, ho! Oh! And it would, like, the sword would get bigger and bigger. Uh, so this was kind of like the tiny one. And it was kind of like gray plastic, basically. But uh, I remember <laughs> I loved this thing so much. And I brought it with to uh, Carnival one time. Like, it was over by that VFW hall on, like, Ridgeland. There was some, kind of, some yeah. kind of a carnival there. And I brought it with me, and I, like, dropped it somewhere. And didn't, like, realize until we got home, I think. Somehow, and like I was like, oh fuck! Yeah. Like I was, I just bawled my eyes out for like hours and hours and hours, and like my dad ended up, he, my dad ended up trying to drive back to go find it, and he actually did end up finding it somehow. 
Uh, it was like completely beaten as shit. <laughs> and I had to like electrical tape the thing together. <laughs> Jesus. So that's pretty much how it was the rest of the time I had it. But <laughs> at least we did get it back. And I was satisfied. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Not the greatest toy ever, but it definitely clearly meant a lot to me at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's all good, though. I'm still waiting for you to say skip it. <laughs> The very best thing of all is there's a counter on that ball. Try to get your very best score. See if you can get a whole lot more. (laughs) See if you can go and get a whore. (laughs) Skip it. Skip it. Come on, everybody. Don't get A. Um, So my number two um, started probably late. I think it. We started it probably early 2000s. I think the craze started very late 90s. Um, but mm. this craze has opened my brain to a whole world that has never stopped, and that was Pokemon cards. Oh, good lord. Oh, yeah. This took over my world for a good portion of my childhood <laughs> from about fourth or fifth grade until I don't play Pokemon anymore, but, I mean, it's definitely inspired me <laughs> to not only make my own games, but it's opened my world to board games in general and how you don't have to sit in front of a TV screen to have a good, fun, and enjoying moment with somebody. It's just, it's great times. Um, I mean, this is one of those games where it's like, oh man, I really need, I really need the cool, fun aspect of chilling with somebody else or, oh man, I'm so happy to collect all this stuff. I I wanted it all. I wanted, I wanted to catch them all. (laughs) Oh, it was fun times, man. Yep. I love I love it. Oh man. Good times. Pokemon I didn't even cards, think to put I'm this sure on the list. I know, man. I know it. But Pokemon cards, my number two. Good call. I mean clearly those were those are everything in our lives for a good while there. <laughs> so so good. Yep, yep. Good old Pokemon cards. Indeed. They're currently even more than a game. <laughs> I would go to PJ's. PJ's cards, and oh. I would get me some cards. God, I love that place. I know, man. It's gone it was, now. It was the magical oh, mystery tour of our lives. <laughs> it was. We'd ride our bikes there. We always just, yep, we would just get there. We would buy some cards and run around the parking lot when you get a ride shoe that you've been dying to get, and then <laughs> go back home, cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> Maybe wank off a poodle. Oh, Pokemon! Cards. I love them all. <laughs> yes, we all had that same experience. <laughs> Pretty much universal. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad everybody else is right there with me. <laughs> Uh, I still remember getting my Charizard. That was one of the happiest <sighs> moments of my life. I can't believe I pulled the Charizard. I did it. Uh, me and Megan went to McDonald's, and on our way there, we stopped at 7-Eleven. And I was like, oh, I'll get a couple cards. It was like right in the beginning, too, so I didn't even know that Charizard was like a craze. I just remember <laughs> when I got him, I was like, holy crap, look at this. I got one that's got 120 <laughs> HP now. 
And uh, I, I mean, if I did that now, I'd probably pee-poo myself. But back then, I just I was like, mm, oh, <laughs> wow, look, I've got, now I've got, thank you for this large fry. And I got some fries. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this Charizard, it's cool, but oh my god, I got a Weedle. Yeah. Look at this one. <laughs> <been> smiling. <laughs> yeah. I don't my Pokemon. I mean, I went to the extent from, from being stolen from my friends and then stealing from my friends. That's what Pokemon cards yeah. really meant. And that's probably why, like, teachers were cracking down on them. <laughs> yep. They were making kids. Re- <laughs> Fun times of the Pokemons. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, my number two is going to be He-Man action figures. Gross. <laughs> I loved me some He-Man when I was a kid. Um, and the cool thing was, like, even though a lot of them pretty much had the same body type, like, you could tell they're just, re, you know, <laughs> redoing the same body, a bunch kind of painting in different colors and that kind of shit. But uh, there was a lot of really cool ones that had, like, cool little abilities. Like, I kind of feel like they were probably designing half of these figures because they, you know, they came up with an idea for a you know, cool ability the figure could have, and then they figured out how to make it something that you could put in the show. <laughs> I feel like it was designed yeah. to be a toy first and foremost. But uh, there were some really cool, interesting ones. Like uh, this skunk guy, I think his name was Skunkor. Not exactly the most creative of names, but <laughs> he actually, like, he would smell. And, like, he's, like, he's, like, had this really bad smell to him. But they somehow kept it, like, I still have that toy somewhere in my parents' house. If you smell it now, it still smells. So I don't know how they did that. <laughs> <laughs> to make it last that long. Like fucking fruit stripe gum can't even last 30 seconds. <laughs> this thing still smells 30 years later. Glorious. <laughs> it's amazing. Or there was Moss Man who like was, you know, like covered in vegetation or whatever. And so he was all fuzzy and he had like, you know, I don't know, it was, it was like a green velvet or something just covering him. So it felt all fuzzy and he felt like he was made of moss. Yeah, cool. I do remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> they were just very creative. There's this guy called Leech. He basically had like a suction cup mouth. And you could like stick him to the wall and that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, I forget the fucking guy who spits. I think his name was Cobra Khan. But his head was basically like a squirt gun. You would press down on his head and he would spit, like, water out of his mouth. <laughs> You just like take his head off to like fill him up with water and like in his body and then you just put the head back on and you could press down and it was like a misting kind of type of thing where you have like a misting spray come out of his mouth. Yeah. Cool. That is pretty awesome. And there was uh, like a Cobra King, I think, but uh, or Snake King, something like that. He like had this outer shell where he looked kind of like a normal dude. But then you would take off the arms and take off the, the like the body armor type things, and like underneath he would just be like made of snakes, like this big giant snake head and like snake arms and snakes coiled around his body and stuff. So cool. Yeah. 
That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. So they did a lot of cool, interesting things with those guys. <laughs> this one guy who had, like, guns everywhere. Like, he would flip a gun out of his hand, in each hand, like, guns out of his knees, gun, big, like, a big double barrel gun out of his chest. would <laughs> be, like, guns coming out of just everywhere you could imagine on him. Just like, man, I like what they're doing with these. Oh, and I did have the uh, the He-Man playsets at one point, too, which were pretty cool. Like the Castle Grayskull one. Oh, he's still there? Hello? All right, Pete got kicked off. So I'm trying to see if we can get him back on here. I guess it did count that first hour. Uh, maybe I can start another episode if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not popping back up. I think I'm going to have to end this one and start up a new one. Uh, Maybe I can call him. Let's try that. Dialing, dialing. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so it's silent. Let's see if this works. Hello? Hello. Oh. Hey, I figured it out. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, I figured out how to call out. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, when I try (laughs) to get in, it like... Just says, "Oh, you can't do it anymore," kind of thing. Like it just says, and then she, she hangs up, or and then she hangs up on me. I was like, "Oh, that's too stupid." <laughs> God damn it! Maybe next time I'll try calling out from the beginning, and maybe I won't cut you out at the end of two hours. Yeah, that's that's weird. Stupid lady. Stupid lady and degree break. <laughs> yep. All right. Well. <laughs> After some technical difficulties, we're back for our number one. Number one! This will probably be on your number one, and that is just action figures in general. Ninja Turtles and the (laughs) Swamp Thing action figures. (laughs) Nice. I do remember you having those Swamp Thing ones. Now that you mention it. Yep. I loved them. I loved them so much, but action figures. (laughs) I loved the, the Ninja Turtle ones. Those are the best. Yep. They're the best of the best. Ninja Turtles are my number one as well. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> they were a huge part of my childhood. They were my everything at a certain point. I'd buy every single one I could, even though it was just like, oh, now they're fucking birthday party ones. and 
Now they're dressed like this. Yep. It's just like, all right, I don't really know. Oh, why, look. All right. <laughs> Donatello is a football player for some reason. <laughs> yeah. the Universal Monsters man. ones, though? I'm sure you like those. I do not remember those, actually. <gasps> oh, they were glorious. I think, um, I want to say Raph was the mummy. Donatello, I think, was Dracula. I remember them all. Oh, I don't know. I can picture them in my head, but yeah, they were cool. Universal monster ones. Let's see if I can look it up. Look it up real quick. That's what I'm doing right now. Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Michelangelo was uh, Frankenstein. I had that one. Raph was the mummy. I think I had that one. Leo was the wolf. Oh, yeah. I didn't have that one. I do remember this, actually. I think I had Donatello, actually. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely had Donatello. I think Leo's the only one I didn't have. I remember Raph. I don't think I ever had that one. Michelangelo, I know I didn't have that one. I don't know what the hell Leonardo is. His arms came out weird. I remember if you, like, made him, like, uh, you know, you moved the, like, bottom half of his arms, it looked like he was, like, rapping or something. <laughs> he was like, wiki, wiki, wah. <laughs> Apparently they made a second series, or else these are, I don't know if these are fan-made, but you see the one where, like, Leo's the creature from the yep, Black Lagoon? I'm looking at it. Oh, wait. No, I'm not seeing that one. April's the Bride of Frankenstein? I definitely never saw that. Wait, I don't know which one you're looking at. There's, oh yeah, there's one where like Mikey's the uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, and Raph is a mutant, which he already is, so that's kind of redundant. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah, those are cool. <laughs> oh man, some of these. I had the all. I had all the rock and roll ones, I think, but Leo like broke his legs. <laughs> So many of these action figures lost limbs. I don't even know why it happened to them all. But... Do you see the other monster ones? You got Leatherface Leo, Raph Voorhees, Donnie Kruger, yeah, and I... Mikey, Mikey Myers. <laughs> I can't believe that those ever got made. Like, these must be something that somebody made themselves. They can't sculpt it. It has to have been. There's no way. <laughs> but it looks amazing. I cannot see them ever making this. I would totally buy these, though. Oh, yeah. I do totally want them. <laughs> Donnie Kruger. I remember that hand. It was like purple or something, but it was for somebody else. It was for some robot guy. That's awesome. <laughs> Just recycled it. <laughs> I had a foot soldier, but that thing lost like its legs, too. The legs and arms busted off so easy on these things. Man, I don't have any of my old stuff anymore. It all just dies. It just dies and goes away. There were so many cool play sets and vehicles and everything. The turtle van, the turtle blimp and stuff like that. Yeah. And they made up a shit ton of vehicles, but, but still, they were cool. Yep. The Technodrome play set, and I had the Ninja Turtle sewer. That thing was really cool. Yeah, that's badass. 
Really Even just the boxes were cool. The boxes that like the, the playsets and stuff came in. I used to make like these big towers. Oh, I know. Service, like the Ninja Turtles house. <laughs> I'd make those in my room. I remember like going to the dentist, and uh, my dad's like, "All right, you went to the dentist. Let's go get you a new Ninja Turtles toy." And I said, "Oh God, thank you." <laughs> I'll go to the dentist once a week. <laughs> Can we go to the dentist more often? Thank you, Dad. You know I deserve this. <laughs> oh, I yeah, remember like the movie, the movie Ninja Turtle figures, where like uh, they were rubbery. <laughs> they kind of looked more like the ones in the movie, where it was all they had like freckles and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> things were kind of weird but whatever I liked them anyway yeah alright <laughs> well it's good that we linked up on the last one it's a good one yep it's a good one <laughs> it was that was a great time to be alive indeed the action figures were cool yep, another shit all of them they're all shit <laughs> yep <laughs> it's pretty true yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what else we got for today, dude? I'm actually looking forward to our next our next list with the uh, the Avengers. Um, I mean, I don't know who's all on the Avengers because there's probably five trillion fucking people on the damn team. But <laughs> well, you know, I guess like we'll all the ones that have down. ever been in the comics. <laughs> we'll just stick to the movies. Okay. So basically, everybody that, who was on either team in Civil War, plus Thor, Hulk, and Quicksilver. All right, I'm good with that. That's good. Oh, That's yeah. a good. Uh, yeah, but I'm down for that. Oh, for it's sure. gonna be a fun. One. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> That's gonna be a great list. I can't even wait. I'm gonna do it right I now. know that. I think <laughs> next week uh, we could probably do it, but I know the week after I'll have drill. But that'll be my last drill until June. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Finally get a little break before they suck you away for like two weeks. Yep. They like to suck me away. <laughs> Normally that's a good thing, but now it's the army. Mm-hmm. I don't want that with the end of my glory hole. Nope. <laughs> but Yeah, no, I totally totally down for next week. Um and then let's see what else. Uh, what else is new? I don't think anything else. I think, I think we're good. Yeah. Those hoverboards? Oh, no. Uh, do you have anything <laughs> oh for Nerd God. Corner yeah, right hoverboards now? Hoverboards now? <laughs> no. Uh, I got a couple things wheels. we can talk about. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd say the biggest news, Offspring is touring this year. Yeah. As we talked about. <laughs> you got to come in for it. Do it. I can't. I don't have. I don't have vacation. I'm using it all for Megan's uh, <laughs> wedding. Can you like switch and have somebody take, um, like, you work on Monday instead of Friday? Normally I could, but because they keep asking us to go to Oregon, uh, somebody's going to have to go down for that, which means somebody would have to stay in Washington. So if I tried to switch, it wouldn't work out because somebody has to cover those days. 
like every week there's three techs in Washington, zero techs in Oregon right now, and apparently they don't have anybody in the shoot to cover for them. So last week I had to go to Oregon. This upcoming week I'll have to go to Oregon. How far are you from Oregon? I don't even know. Uh, about two and a half hours. Oh my god! And then I have to, so I have to stay there literally the entire week. It's shit, dude. I fucking hate it. <laughs> so they just gave you a hotel, like they pay for it. Yep. I just, uh, I just sit there. I pay for a place to live in, so that <laughs> I can go to a hotel every week. Yeah. Great plan. Can't they just hire somebody yep. in Oregon? <laughs> They're trying like, to, but there's nobody's. They, they, apparently, they can't find anybody. I don't know. I don't understand it, but it's making me angry. I'm stuck going there all the time. But yeah, because of that, that's why I have to. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to squeeze that. Plus, I mean, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. I'm just to fly in for a concert. <laughs> fly in for this concert. <laughs> Do it. I got to pay for the concert, and then I got to pay for an airplane. <laughs> too much, man. Too much. I want to see him. Don't get me wrong. With you. Dude, I even go. To, I don't even want to go to Spokane. That's like a man. That's such a far <laughs> drive. That's like six hour drive. That's Damn, the complete I had no opposite idea end of. Uh, was that big. Yeah, dude. Like it's the complete opposite side of Washington. Fuck! I don't know why they're picking that then. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Why would you not go city. to the more popular place? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, what other news do you got? <laughs> More news that's just going to make people angry. Um, <laughs> we're talking about remaking a whole bunch of things, um, including The Fly, which, I mean, I know that the Jeff Goldblum one from the 80s is, is a remake in and of itself. But why? <laughs> Between the original and that one, I think you've covered everything you can do with the fly. Yeah. I don't need to see them don't know. make something that's stupid and just totally CGI'd all over the place. Yep, that is stupid. Yep. <laughs> I mean, those two movies are very different. So maybe they're thinking this one will be totally different too. But what else can you do with a man becoming a fly? You've done, like, the creepy gross-out one in the 80s, and you've done the actual, like, I don't know, like, suspense, I guess, type movie of and, and a dude actually being, you know, switched with a fly and having a little human head on a fly body <laughs> in the first one. It's a price yep. and stuff like that. But So I, I don't see what else you can do with, uh, with the fly that's going to make this one worthwhile. Yes, yeah, I don't know. That's dumb, though. <laughs> yep. And they're, they're apparently rebooting even more recent movies. They want to redo The Matrix already. Wow. That's dumb. <laughs> yep. That, like, just happened, it feels like. But, I mean, I was never a hugest fan of The Matrix in the first place, and the second two movies are just fucking god-awful. <laughs> So maybe there is something like the else you can one. do with it. Yeah, the first one's not not bad. It's got its moments, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I can kind of see. 
mean, maybe if you take it in a different direction and just kind of use some of it as a framework, maybe it could be good, but it's just like, why? <laughs> exactly. We already know what the matrix is. You can't change it too much, really. What are you going to do that's that different? So, right. Whatever. Uh, seems dumb. I'm just going to do it no matter what anyone says. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep rebooting everything. And uh, oh, supposedly Ridley Scott wants to do some kind of a gladiator sequel at some point. Oh, uh, even Christ. though he died in the first one, <laughs> so not sure how that's going to work out. I don't think you can do a prequel and have Russell Crowe somehow be twenty-five years younger than he is now. <laughs> yep, they'll probably get somebody else to do it. I don't know. I hate when they do that. Just, just leave it alone. Make a new movie. Yep. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, I agree. They're just they're out of ideas, apparently. They just gotta re bring back everything. Stupid. Although if they are working on Gremlins three, I'm all for that one. <laughs> I don't yeah, well, that back. Yeah, that was a goofy movie anyway, so that's not bad. Not against it. <laughs> Especially if I was listening to this podcast and they were talking, they were they were doing like a commentary track for the original Gremlins, and <laughs> talking about how in Gremlins two, you know, Clamp is basically you know supposed to be Donald Trump essentially. So if you just follow up on that movie and like have Clamp be the president of the United States, <laughs> it'd be pretty awesome. And if the Gremlins yeah. actually become like a massive problem that get out of control and it becomes like a thing that threatens the whole country, this is like World War Gremlin. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> I would definitely watch the shit out of that. That's true. <laughs> trying to think if there's anything else going on, really. Oh, they officially are rewriting Batman. <laughs> so... Well, we'll see what happens with that. Anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's not looking good for the old DC universe. Ooh, they're going to be releasing the new Blink-182 album here very soon. Um, They already have the pre-orders out for it. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. They released a new song with it. So, um, How many new tracks are on it? Uh, I, I haven't looked that much into it, so I don't know. But I do know that the one track that's on there, I think it's called Parking Lot, is amazing. I really do like that song. And even uh, Matt Skiba throws in a reference to Chicago in there, so you know it's good. Yes. (laughs) That is the ticket to greatness right there. Yep. It's another California song, though, so just know that. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I know. Find a new muse. (laughs) I guess it just goes along with the theme of the album. Never seen somebody really stick <laughs> so hardcore to a theme in this time, whole time I've been yeah, alive. That doesn't but. even make sense. <laughs> Especially like Mark and Travis, they could live there their entire lives. I know. <laughs> Why all of a sudden are you like, oh my God, California? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, another one. Yay. 
<laughs> Shit. But well, that's, that's just all me. I got. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some more, though. I know. Put I'm out a new album every year, Blank. I'm I'm cool with it. Yes. I already, yes, I already got do. three albums for my top albums of the year so far. Yeah. And another one I coming know. out this week, I think. Yep, yeah, if they put out this deluxe album, I'm just going to put it on for this end of the year's album list again. <laughs> yep, going to be right up there. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, by the way, I don't know if this is really news, but I'm just going to recommend this for you, if, no, if nothing else. I found there's this band called Pulley. Um, they had a song, it's a cool punk song from like the late 90s uh, called Second Best, and I've always liked that song. Uh, they use it as like bumpers on Love Line every once in a while. I don't think it ever really got played around here very much, but I think I, you know, mm-hmm. K-Rock out in, in California, it got some good airplay. So I had that song on my iPod for the longest time, and I would never really thought to investigate further. But they had an album last year called No Change in the Weather. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I saw it on like YouTube, and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And it's fucking great. <laughs> Damn. It's classic, like, old school, you know, just the kind of punk rock we used to listen to back in, like, the late 90s. And it's just that same kind of sound, but it's it's just great. <laughs> and, and it's like, called Pulley? It's like a missing piece that I, yeah. And that album that Second Best is on, I, I listen to that album now, too. And that's that, that album's pretty damn great, too. <laughs> So hmm. I went from knowing one of their songs to now being like, damn, Pulley's pretty fucking great. I'm definitely going to download so that. I would, yeah, I would check that out for sure. Uh, it's, it's a really good album. It's just like, how did I not know this band existed more than I did? Like, <laughs> this is a band like we should have listened to back in the day, but we just didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds amazing. I'll have to definitely give it a I'll listen to for sure. Oh yeah. Ooh, goodness. Alrighty. All right. Well, well, um, do you want to do a story time or be about? No, I'm not in the mood for a story time today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to get something right. going for the next next episode for sure, though. Um, ooh, spooky, spooky. All right, cool. Well, everybody. <laughs> This has been another great episode. I am definitely looking forward to some more of these like crazy weird. I don't know if they're top tens, but like, what should we call it? Like, ordering. Um, <laughs> we're ordering takeout next week on the show. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Uh, yeah, let's come up with something. Yeah, we'll have to come up with a full name for it. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to those. It's kind of like my favorite, like my two favorite things right now is probably the ordering thing and then like the casting. The top tens are fun as long as they're unique, but the casting is definitely a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll do one of those soon, too. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Street Fighter, maybe something else. Yep. I'm kind of thinking Street Fighter. But all righty. Good, good. All righty, <laughs> everybody. Well, I want you to continue flipping your tip. This has been another amazing podcast from the old original janksters and i myself peter jenkin kevin jenkin appreciate you guys listening too and i hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend and thanks for listening